Shalom to all. Today we're learning Mishnah's to my parak Vav, Mishnah Bay is a Mishnah Gimel. And today's Mishnah's being learned Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Mysha Herna Shamash Avanulio and Bischos Rachel Basavar Geto and Danilo Yazbrans Pari Rachel Dash Bigbench with Zer Shakayama Bakar of Mamish. Now in the previous Mishnah, we learned about two different ways a person can work a field without owning it. Either a person could be an aris, a sharecropper, and he pays a percentage of the crop to the owner, or a chaycher is a person who pays a fixed amount of produce to the owner. Now Mishnah Beis tells us, someone who has a field from a non-Jew, it's bechachiros, he's paying this non-Jew a fixed amount. He also has to take off miser from the portion that he's going to be giving to the owner, and then he can give it to the non-Jewish owner. In the previous Mishnah, we learned that if he's being chaycher a field from a Jew, he only has to take off truma before he gives him his portion. Over here, we're saying that when he's renting it from a non-Jew, he also has to take off miser. Now, why is that? Why are we being more machmir with this yid when he's renting from a guy as opposed to when he's renting from a yid? And the answer is, is because the Chachamim wanted to encourage yidin to buy land in Eretz Yisrael, which was owned by non-Jews. We don't like it when land in Eretz Yisrael is owned by non-Jews, and we want to be able to buy that land from them. So in order to do that, they made it really difficult for the yid to work the field without owning it, because now he has to pay the non-Jewish owner already trumit and maesred produce, and it's not really worth it for the yid to do that. Since it's going to be difficult for the yid to work under such conditions, that's going to encourage him to try to find the money to buy the field from the non-Jew, as opposed to just continue renting it. Now, Behudaimer, Rabbi Huda says something similar when it comes to Arisos. Even if a person has a field, but Arisos, and it's his father's field, and he has it from a non-Jew, he also has to take off maesred and give it to him. So let's try to understand what Steha Vaisav was. It used to be that people had a certain portion in Eretz Yisrael. His father had a field and he got from his father who got from his father and it was fairly common that sadly, Gaim would come and they would steal these fields from Yidin. So here you have this Yid who's working a field by Arisos. He's working for the non-Jewish owner but this non-Jewish owner had stolen it from this Yid's father or grandfather. Now this Yid, he's going to work in this field at all costs because it's his field. He's very connected to it. The Chachamim did not want him to continue paying Arisos. They didn't want him to continue paying rent to this non-Jewish fellow who stole it from his father or grandfather. And therefore, they make it really difficult for him to have it by Arisos. As opposed to the previous Mishnah, when we said an Aris doesn't even have to take off Truma before he pays the owner, over here, the Chacham said that this Aris has to take off Truma and Miser before he pays the non-Jewish owner. That's in order to encourage him to just buy the field from the non-Jewish owner as opposed to continuing to have it by Risos. And now moving on to Mishnah Gimel. Kain Valevi Shekiblu Sadami Yisrael. A Kain and a Levi, they were Makabal a field from Yisrael. Again, Kabbalah means they took it by Arisos. They're paying a percentage of the crop to this owner, who's Israel. The same way that a division is made when we're dealing with Chulin, meaning we have a regular division of the regular produce, the same way they split the Truma. What does that mean? When this Kayan or Levi, who's the Aris, pays the owner, they have to pay the regular percentage that the owner is owed, a quarter, a third, or a half after the owner receives his percentage so he could take off the truma and miser and give it to whomever he wants. He doesn't have to give it to his aris who happens to be a kain or a levi. However, Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer says, no, 
even the Meiser, or the Truma, if we're talking about a Kayin, that belongs to the Aris, Shalmanas Kain Bo, because that's the reason why they came to be an Aris in the field in the first place. This Kayin tells himself, I'm willing to be an Aris in the field because I know that I'm going to be able to take all the Truma of the produce that grows. The Levi tells himself the same thing with Meiser. Now, even though this wasn't clearly stipulated when he was renting the field by Arisos, this is something which is self-understood to everyone, Rebbe Lezer says, and therefore, what the Kayin would do is he would first take all the truma for himself, and only then he would give the owner his portion. Or the levy would first take all the meiser of the field for himself, and then he would give the owner his portion. Once again, to clarify, Rabbi Lezer holds that the owner of the field does not have a choice whom he wants to give his truma and meiser to. He has to give it to his aris. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Dalit and hey, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.